time show has some pretty parts, but the part near the end is the part with my heart. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Worst Song Podcast. I am your host, Jason, alongside Mike and Jeremy. Guys, how are you guys doing today? I am fantastic. Super. Thanks for asking. Um, we are the podcast that intentionally tries to make the worst song ever each week. Uh, the last few weeks, this season, we've been doing pretty fantastic. I'm pretty glad about that. So let's see how it goes. So a couple of random things I've been thinking about lately. Mike, what are your thoughts on, do you guys have thoughts on adaptations of books and movies? Like always avoid a book, always avoid a movie. Do you guys have any like deep seated thoughts or feelings on that? I like to read. I'm trying to decide. I think I actually like to read more than I like to watch movies these days, which is weird. But I still read fewer books than I do watch movies because it's not that hard to do that given the time yeah. commitments. I like it when there's a a movie that's based on a book, but the author doesn't know that the movie was based on a book. So then they write the book based on the movie and then Wait, it just how's... keeps going recursively. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> what 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 instance is this? Uh, I don't have one. I was just oh, making okay. shit up. <laughs> it's like when they made the Street Fighter movie. And then they made Street Fighter the movie, the game. Right. And then you're like, where am I at with this? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Where, I, where are we going? I swear to in college, so much? in college, you told me you were writing a screenplay or like a movie or a book or something like about this whole concept. I believe it because I say lots of things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can verify. And confirm. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I was thinking about this a lot because I find like I we got our first weekend off as parents in the last two and a half, two and three quarters of a year. So almost three years, we had our first weekend. It was awesome. I was in a robe and I read a book. Ready Player Two came out, but I've never read Ready Player One. So I was like, maybe I should actually read. I've seen the movie. <laughs> maybe I should read the book before you I read the, the second book. Okay, the movie compared to the book, we was crap compared to the book. I loved how different it was. It was like there were like two separate there there were it was almost like a sequel except for a few major plot points. I loved that I watched the movie first and I also very very much loved how much hate there was. Like the hate for the movie like was my favorite part about the whole like I didn't hate it. I just thought it wasn't it. nearly as good as the book. Well, there's no way you could have condensed Even the book isn't that great. Like for as, for yeah, as popular I'm, as the book is, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard good things about either. It was enjoyable. Hang. I mean, if you're my age, it's pretty cool because there's a bunch of 80s references. That's really what like, yeah. it's pretty much just like, hey, did you play video games in the 80s? Because if you did, this book's going to be pretty fun for you. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I've heard. And that just sounds terrible to me. I mean, it's that family guy problem of, hey, remember the thing? That was cool. Hey, remember the other thing? <laughs> that, that that was pretty cool too. You know, it, it's a little more secular than that. Like, there's a story followed or they written. work it in. Yeah, there. Like, it is a story, okay. and there's like yeah. a. It's basically like a giant scavenger hunt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's okay. I mean, I I'm not. I haven't read Ready Player Two or. I, I think everybody hates the book, even okay. the people who liked the okay. the original. Because well, I just I didn't care about. Like, I wasn't like, ooh, Ernest Klein has a new book out. You know what I got to do is yeah. go, you know, read this. I was like, yeah, whatever. I thought it was a fun hang. You know, it's just a fun hang for a little bit in terms of that world. Uh, no, I mean, both the book, the the first book and the first movie. I yeah. thought they were just kind of fun hangs. You know, it's nothing to just kind of tie around to what we do. I was reading an article the other day about how Smashing Pumpkins want to do a, a sequel to Melancholy and Infinite Sadness. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, 
isn't every album a sequel? Like, I guess there are certain albums that have themes to them, but like, can you really truly ever have a sequel or an adaptation? Like, how's that work? Sure. I mean, you can definitely have an adaptation because like you get a live album from somebody that just plays their whole album back, you know, front to back and it's live. That's an adaptation basically of the album, right? Mm -hmm. Or an unplugged, you know, whatever you do something different making a sequel. I mean, it's certainly not unheard of for people to make sequel albums. Can you really truly do it? Or is it just being pretentious and saying that you're doing it? Most of the time I would argue it's pretentious and you say that you do it. And the example that I'll give that actually I think it has more is more sequel like but not actually a sequel is when you use the same characters from your songs over and over again. Like Springsteen? Uh, Springsteen, Connie Crows do it. Yeah. I assume Dylan does it somewhere because he's got enough songs that eventually he probably had to reuse a character. <laughs> but but I mean, like, because eventually you're like, oh, this that, that's this character from this song or that's this character. Like, and because they use the same names or, you know, whatever. And it's like, yeah, the same parts of the story or the same taglines or whatever. And I think that's, I think that's probably more true to a sequel than just, uh, I mean, a lot of bands also just do like the band name album. I mean, Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin 1, Led Zeppelin 2, Led Zeppelin 3. Like, but are those really are those sequels? sequels? No, it's just the order they oh, came yeah, out in, more or less. I mean, so. What does it mean to have a sequel to an album? Because, you know, your music isn't going to change, probably isn't going to change between each of them. Wait, is Metallica the band that's done song sequels and album sequels? Because they have like, Load they, and then Reload, right? Yeah, but that yes. was more like a double album that was... Was it like a separately. double? I thought they came out like two years apart. It wasn't that long. Okay, uh, yeah, I... Not an aficionado on the but yeah, talk. like and I, and I and I and I and I and I'm pretty sure they've said that that's what it was. Like it was all recorded together, oh, and, okay. they did, and they put it out separate. Yeah, but yeah, they've definitely done the song sequels. Yeah, and I mean, like yeah, Guns N' Roses had Usual Illusion one and two, but also all recorded yeah, at once. Yeah, that was a double, basically a double album. It was a yeah. double album that they could charge you for two singles because it costs more. Yep. So that's just that's using your noodle. Another thing I was thinking about recently: a lot of songs have fade out. Yeah. Do you think we should have a song that's fading in? It seems really dumb. At at the beginning or, or the yes. end? The whole way. It's just one fade. <laughs> yeah, it's it's yeah, it just starts low and then at the end it's all rise. All all rise. All killer, no killer. Oh, it's about judges. It's all rise and it just fades in. <laughs> it's just totally. <laughs> this song's about bailiffs. <laughs> Written from the perspective of Judge Judy. No, it's written from the perspective of a bailiff. The ba- oh. the judge doesn't hear the all rise because they're still in the back hall when they say yeah. all rise. Yeah, the all rise is called by the bailiff, and then the judge walks in. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad we have a lawyer who can help us out with these types of complicated things. Yeah, it's it's very technical. It's been a minute since I've been in a courtroom. Why do you think you have to rise for judges? Like you don't. I guess you rise for like the president. Respect. You don't rise for like your senator that comes in the room. No, you're like mm, you're just a senator. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I mentioned it's a respect thing. I, a lot of our uh, legal customs we brought over from England. I, I didn't know. What do you mean? Well, so, so once there was this King George. The U.S. is a common law country. We, t- we take our legal tradition back from England. So precedent in, in the law goes all the way back to the 1300s. To the Magna Carta. Basically. And then there's a break where... British law doesn't apply here and American law does. But uh, if, if there is a case that is on point and hasn't been overruled, you know, you can go back that far. And that happens occasionally. I couldn't give you an example off the top of my head, but I know we 
discussed them in law school. Hell yeah. And luckily we broke away from the whole wearing the white wigs and the whole barrister versus solicitor distinction. How would you be viewed if you just showed up in court wearing a white wig? Oh, if I, if I tried to bring that back. Yeah. I'm not bringing it back. Also, if we put you on a bus wearing white wigs, how would that work out in your life? Why am I on a bus? For an ad. We gotta, we gotta have to advertise. Oh, I see, I see what you you're know. saying on the side of a bus. Yeah. Um, I mean, you're not like riding the bus, speaking to your your court. I could hold, I could hold court on the, your, on the bus. Your minions. That's what I need is minions. That is for sure. Don't we all? I have minions. I recommend it. <laughs> What's the best way to get a minion? One dad. I'll get promoted. Yeah. Um. There's a band that. They call themselves, uh, I, I mentioned them to Jeremy a few months ago. I don't know if Jeremy ever listened to them or not. Uh, they're called Dollar Signs. They refer to themselves as Student Loan Corps Band. Oh, I remember talking about this. I don't, uh, I listened to them a little bit, but I don't, nothing is coming off the top of my head. It's, it's just kind of, it's, they, they kind of sing stupid songs. And one of their songs basically says, when I was young and I didn't have any problems, I wanted to write songs that I felt would like, you know, have impact and have meaning and change the world. And now that I'm older, I just need an escape. And I would rather sing a song about how dumb the movie Avatar is. Does that, do you feel that way, Mike? Like, do you feel like, did you ever want to write like protest anthems? Oh yeah. And if so, like, did that go up or down or change as your responsibilities in life changed? I would say that I would rather write protest anthems now more than ever. Why? Because of all of this. Like, <laughs> There's more to protest now. Yeah. I feel like a lot of the injustices that the great protest songs and the, like a lot of the, a lot of my favorite music was directly spawned from shit being wrong in the sixties. And a lot of the shit that was wrong then is still wrong today. And it's wrong and like in your face today versus kind of wrong under the covers, which is, I think is where it was or for a while. And I, I also think that I'm older and have different perspective on things. And so I understand a lot of the things differently, but yeah, I mean, I've absolutely like considered and even like written scribbles of like several protest songs in the last five months, six months. What do you see happening with those songs? Or do you think you're going to end up finishing them or? I probably not, but maybe, I mean, it just, it just depends. Like I start some things, I throw them away or I, you know, I think about, oh, that's a good line. And then, you know, it never happens again. Cause I forget it 10 minutes later. And, and then the next day I'm like, what was that line? It was really good. And you know, it's gone. It also depends on like, am I really in the mood to create music or am I just mad? <laughs> because sometimes I'm just mad. <laughs> yes. So. And like, sometimes I really want to play guitar and, you know, write music and whatever. And it just, it, it really varies. But I will say that, that feeling a lot of injustice is definitely one of the ways that I would say motivates me artistically more than many others. That doesn't mean there should be more injustice in the world because I don't need it for my selfish motivations. But I mean, a lot of times good art is, is it draws upon pain in some way. And so, you know, whether it's a relationship pain or it's, societal pain or whatever you know i guess that's the way i'd say it is my art good maybe that's maybe that's something we could debate but you know whatever so should we write a song about bailiff protesters <laughs> and make our protest song sometimes music is an escape like movies and everything they're all 
they're an escape. And so like focusing on that stuff when times are bad is can be overwhelming is I guess part of the, oh, the it totally can behind be. that, you know? And so I think their, their thought process behind that in particular. Yeah. I mean, one of the reasons I like to do this songwriting stuff is because it's just, it's fun. It's silly. It's crazy. It's low pressure. And it is an escape from everything else that's going on, whether it's, you know, society at a macro level or just the rest of my life that has stress in it for various reasons. Right. It's just like, yeah, cool. We'll, uh, we'll go write some songs. We'll hang out on a podcast. We'll, you know, make some dick jokes. So <laughs> should we get into the song? I mean, I feel like we've been talking for a little while. I have no yes. idea what kind of song we want to do. I thought we we're going to do a fade in. All fade in. Who's protesting. Call, call it all. Call it all rise. Who's the most famous bailiff of all time? The guy from night court. That was, that was definitely yeah. where I was Richard, going. Richard, <laughs> Richard Mole. <laughs> Is it like saying who's the most famous doctor of all time? And people are like, you know, who? George Clooney. Well, I was going to say Doctor Who. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you did there. <laughs> the, the, do, the doctor we're talking about. Whoa. Oh my gosh. What would he protest? Maybe the bailiff is an anarchist and he hates the whole system. Yeah. Fighting it from the inside. <laughs> it's the only job he could get. <laughs> How do you apply to be a bailiff? Like if I go to my county like courthouse website and they, you know, do they have like a we're hiring and like apply to be a bailiff? Probably. I think you should quit your job and, and figure out, find the answer to this by the end of the week. All the courts that I go to on a regular basis, the, the bailiff has been there for a while. So, I, okay. Like, say you want to be a really good bailiff. Like, <laughs> how, do you, how do you know? Like, He's the best bailiff in the game. Yeah, yeah. Don't fuck like, with him. I mean, he's a super, he goes to the all-star game for bailiffs. Like, yeah. Does that exist? Probably. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, a bailiff isn't, it's not a different. Is there a bailiff conference annually in Vegas? Probably. God, I hope so. <laughs> and and different courts, have, the bailiff has different responsibilities. On the ones I go to, they're mostly there to check people in and make sure that the parties are there for a, uh, that sounds like a clerk. parties are there for a given hearing and no clerk something different at least here again that's something that's going to be different in every state what do you think the career path is for a bailiff all rise <laughs> that's the entire career path <laughs> it just gets better government job government pension do you think there's a bailiff youtube channel where i could learn all about bailiffing because man that sounds really boring <laughs> <laughs> okay so song song what if a bailiff was a um a bad guy in his free time for some reason, I I saw the uh, a headline on Reddit the other day that basically called the movie Hackers a 1995 film classic. You're saying it's not? I think Mike would probably say it's not because he's in computers. He'd <laughs> just be like, the guy from Johnny Five? Really? What a weird cast and them pretending that they understand how computers work. Hack the system. Oh, it's Hack the Planet. Yeah, it's Hack the Planet. Yeah, Hackers is one of my favorite bad movies. Just because of... For everything it gets right, it gets three things wrong, and that's intensely funny to me. What was it, Maximum Overdrive? What was the... Crash Override. Crash, Crash Override. Wow, you guys remember way too much about this movie. I, I legitimately think it's great. It, I, it's it's not good, but it, it's great. Back in the day, there was an interview question that we used to ask you, which was name a performer in Hackers. And like we had a list of white <laughs> answers, and there was only one written under here. <laughs> so... 
So name a performer in Hackers, Jeremy. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, yeah. okay, fine. Yeah, you, you can do it, Jeremy. But no. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was the only thing we had written down. It was like, well, we know other people are there, but no one ever knows anybody, so it doesn't matter. So. Johnny Lee Miller. Matthew Lillard's in it. Oh, yeah, he is. It's easy to assume that... Um, serial killer. Seth Green is in there. I don't know why. I just I That's the other thing. Yeah, you could just say people and it's like, who's going to call you on it? <laughs> but like, no, he was actually third kid in the airport. You know, he's the one that joined them as they were rollerblading down Madison Avenue to to go uh, hack the Gibson. I, yeah, you know, it's always awesome when you combine hacking and rollerblading. Well, it was the nineties. Have you ever hacked and rollerbladed at the same time? Yes. No, I haven't. If they get like virtual reality glasses or whatever, Google glasses. Yeah. Could you hack and rollerblade? Not sure. Jeremy, what kind of what do you think a bailiff should fight? A protest. Oh. <laughs> Are we doing fighting bailiffs? <laughs> fighting bailiffs. Fighting bailiffs. Two bailiffs enter, one bailiff leave. How often d- does it run through your head that you should um, grab a bailiff, like grab somebody's gun, like a police officer's gun? When you see a gun in public, how often do you think, I want to grab that? More often than it should. <laughs> I think that way too often. Oh, yeah. I've definitely been like walking when I lived places with sidewalks, um, like walking down the sidewalk behind a cop and thinking, I could take his gun. <laughs> like, I, I could get it. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. I wondered if that was just me. No, no. And then, and then you have that thought, you're like, yeah, I could do that. And then you realize, what the fuck am I thinking? <laughs> What's wrong with me? It's like you're shaving and you're like, should I run the razor blade across my tongue? No. <laughs> yeah. The number of times that I've thought that with a razor blade is like is it less, less than two. You know, is like, it less than the number of times you thought I could take his gun? Oh, are you kidding me? I probably thought I could take his gun hundreds of times. It's like, yeah, you know, like the opportunity presents itself and you and you know when the thought occurs, like I could do that. Like could I get away with it in the same way that um Bill Murray robs the robs that truck in Groundhog Day. I don't <laughs> think I could do it that smoothly, but that doesn't mean I'd want to try. I wouldn't want to try. Right. Yeah, it's about testing yourself, really. It's not about succeeding. You got to lose yourself in the, the ammunition, the moment. You got to never let it go. Oh, go steal that cop's gun. You, you only you get one shot. <laughs> you only get one shot. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we're gonna write a song about a bailiff. Do we should we follow a famous bailiff on the Twitters? Is there a famous bailiff? When Googling famous bailiff Twitter, the number one result is Grayson Bailiff, who has not tweeted since 2012. Well that does he have a MySpace page though? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you haven't plugged us uh, today. You know, well, hey, we, you can follow well, us we, at we're just... song pod on Twitter. We're also available on uh, the MySpace. And at uh, worstsongpod.com. Uh, yeah. Judge Judy's bailiff's name is Petrie Hawkins Bird. Do you like Judge Judy? I can't stand Judge Judy. I I've never, never watched, watched those it. shows. I don't ever watch them intentionally. Like you're in a waiting room, like at a doctor's office, and Judge Judy's on it. Yeah, they're on. God damn it. The weirdest waiting room thing I ever saw was I, um, my passport expired and I needed to get an emergency one. So I went to um, a federal building. It's basically a federal DMV for passports where you mm-hmm. get in line and they had all those weed cooking shows on and weed is not legal <laughs> all, federally in the federal building. That's yes. Awesome. <laughs> you say all, you say all those, how many are there? 
oh, if you watch Vice TV, it's oh, like all, that makes all Vice TV is like how to cook with weed. Like it was a Vice TV channel. And I was like sitting in line for two hours waiting to get my passport. And the guy's like making a, a vinaigrette of marijuana. Well, that's awesome. I, I think a song about a bailiff's going to be really lame. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying we shouldn't G- do give it. it. Yeah. Given, given, our, given our conversation so far. I mean, what if it's a song about all things that rise? Bread, jets, bailiffs for judges. Dicks. It's <laughs> cakes is what he Dicks. said, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how your thoughts are on all rise. A song idea I heard the other day was it was ta- this guy. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day about rivals. That's where I was listening to. Uh, I was listening to about Fleetwood Mac, and I was listening to a podcast where it was um, rivals of Dave Grohl and Courtney Love. But the one I was listening to about Creed and um, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> yeah, I love Mike. The face. only way to win is not to play. Like that's the entire. <laughs> so basically, they went on down this rabbit hole talking about rock bands and the early aughts that are like vaguely Christian bands. But they're so vaguely Christian, you're not sure if they're talking about Jesus or a really hot girl. Yep. And yeah, so, there's an there's an onion article about that. It's like um Christian band bassist doesn't realize he's a Christian Christian band or something like that. Is there any song content there where you know the because we love a good switcheroo, you know, of the Jesus versus hot girl? Like, I don't know if there's another switcheroo that we're going for. I know this is different from Bailiff and different from All Rise. I, maybe we go down that path. Maybe we don't. But Jesus versus Hot Girl switcheroo sounds possibly interesting. Yeah, no, I've I've definitely gone down that rabbit hole before. Yeah, there are many, many. Is there another switcheroo that's that maybe that's a jumping off point or like a rabbit hole we can go down like? and end up somewhere very far off topic, but just as entertaining. I mean, is there a bailiff switcheroo? I don't know. What about like an ode to a bailiff? Like the unsung heroes of a courtroom, the guy who keeps order and looks after prisoners and says, all rise. I think that's like, does a bailiff have to pay attention during court or can they like fall asleep? Um, It depends on, on what's going on, but probably not. All right. So what's going through your brain, Michael? All right. So we're going to write a song. I got an idea. I got I got two ideas. Okay. I think we should do something in six eight. Okay. And we'll do some fade ins and then we'll see what happens. Is there any song? <laughs> Those are all procedural. I don't I don't mean Hey man, to, I'm uh, <laughs> how much shit do I have to do here? <laughs> all right. So how about this? So apparently we have no idea what we're going to do. We're going to we could do a ba- song. We, we could do bailiffs. And so in this moment, we're going to go to a montage and whatever happens, happens right now. Here's the deal. Do you want to just pick music and then we decide what the song is next? Well, I was going to try and play something or something, but I don't know. Oh, wait, there's a dog barking. Okay. okay that's in the song. <laughs> All right. It's just all fading in of the dogs. Can you slow that down and it becomes the beat? <laughs> that dog is not barking to the beat. No, he's not. That was that was what I was checking. I think that's a terrible idea. I think it sounds funny. Okay. okay. Um, I, I, I also think it's a, think terrible, it's a idea. terrible idea. 
I think if you have the beatbox, you have to you have to beatbox some dog sounds um, over the top of it. I don't know how I feel about that. The best part is you don't have better ideas. Sorry, I was trying to figure out if I could reverse a loop really easily, and that is proving to be like. Oh, there we go. Okay. Well, that that sucked balls. Oh, I like that. Rock the law. Rock the law. Oh, yeah. A bailiff goes to the bar, right? Goes to the <laughs> bar and sees this lady. She's, he's like, you know, I'm a bailiff. And she's like, oh, talk that dirty law. Talk to me. And he's like, um, section 235 of the penal code. Um, she's like really into it. And he's like, all right, write some lyrics, man. It's not easy to be a bailiff. It's not easy to say all rise. How you like it so far? I, I wish I had Jeremy here to give me some um, fake sounding law terms. <laughs> Just have him reciting stupid lawyer shit in the background. I don't know how to make uh, like dance and house music. It's kind of fun. I mean, uh, the other way to go with it is... Um, I want some crazy auto-tune, but I don't know how to do that yet. The other way to go with it is the bailiff freelance as a, D- as a DJ. Uh, DJ All Rise. I love it. Okay, now we're going somewhere. <laughs> okay. Bailiff by day, DJ by night. <laughs> I mean, that's the dream, right? Is to be a bailiff by day and a DJ by night if you live in Florida. If you live in Florida. <laughs> Do you ever wonder if you ever said a new sentence? <laughs> I just want to think that one day I'm going to say a new sentence. I imagine that you have many times. I would like to hope so, but fuck, this world is so vast, you know? It's, it's so derivative. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Mike. That's the nicest thing. The nicest compliment you can get to say that you think I've said something original. All right, I'm putting that in there somewhere. I, I just think that's fun. Yeah, I'm a bailiff by day, but a DJ by night. My duty comes down to one command. All rise. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's not the worst thing. Oh, crap. It's supposed to be the worst thing. <laughs> Is there a way to work the word municipal in there? <laughs> Rhymes with municipal. <sighs> but my beats are making babies. You call me the stork. All right. <laughs> I like it. (laughs) Oh, I was going off court. I didn't see courtroom. Oh, that's okay. Uh, Court and stork aren't exactly rhyming, but they're not. It's close enough. We're not trying to be good. I think I'm just going to throw like some sound effects on the end or something and uh, And call it a song. Song's really stupid, Chelsea. As opposed to all the other songs we've ever done. Don't tell Mike. You might hurt his feeling by telling him this one's dumb. Have you thought about a montage? Welcome back from that awesome montage. I am Jason alongside Mike. Mike, first off, man, we went into this thing without a direction. How did that go? Not well. Better, worse than normal? (laughs) I mean, (laughs) usually we have a silly idea that we want to accomplish. We don't usually accomplish it, but we usually have an idea. And in this case, it felt like we were grasping at straws a little bit tonight. So, you know, um, on the upside, that only helps make worse music. In 
theory. Yeah. So what we have is some not good music. What was? Did you have a, a favorite or a least favorite part? I really like the end where the bass drum just keeps hitting over and over again. Like I kind of wanted to add about 30 more seconds of it. So it got really annoying, but I felt like it was still kind <laughs> of annoying. And so that part was pretty fun. Some of the effect stuff was kind of fun. I mean, like doing electronic music, I still find really fun because it's just not my thing. And so I'm just like, okay, you, you know, you tweak a knob here, you slow something here, you add an effect here, you, you know, you make a beat drop here or whatever. Like it, it's fun. It's not something I'd actually enjoy listening to. So I fully expected the outro music to go on forever. And when I say forever, I'm not speaking in hyperbole. Like if that went on for 23 more minutes of just the beat, uh, uh, that bass just hitting, I wouldn't have been surprised. I would have been surprised based more on our time limitations as we were trying to just, you know, as it's starting to get to, to the witching hour, like we, like that was the main reason if I were to be surprised, it's not because of, I just kind of fully expected that that needed to happen. It just goes on forever. Yeah. We, we also have a weird tempo change in there. That's not good. Um, in fact, it's terrible, but it's because during the vocal take where I did the take, like, the song just stopped so i just kept going and was kind of confused by it so i went slower and then of course we kept that take because that's the people we are so i don't know it's got some cool and then i effects. kept pushing you to yeah. make it stupider i mean the guy rules the court he makes babies you can call him the stork it's i like that line <laughs> i actually really love that line a lot if we like at this moment if i'm the proudest of anything we've done maybe ever on this it might be that. <laughs> Talk to me next week. We'll see. Yeah. But that might be my favorite contribution to a song. Absolutely. That I've never had. It. I think my my other favorite part was when, when your wife walked by and you explained what the song was about. Because <laughs> like, I just heard you say, all right, so there's this guy, he's a bailiff by day, but at night he's a DJ. And I was just like, well, anything will sound dumb if you say it like that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Uh, the music itself, I don't think is really like, I know it's not really your cup of tea, but I don't think it's really terrible. Like the execution of the slowing down made it really stupid, but the music itself, I could hear that in a place where people pay money for drinks that are overpriced. Oh yeah. If you, if you want to and lasers and smoke shows, like stand at a bar and pay $11 for a drink while you watch other people not dance, this song can be played. If you run a bar and I don't. Or, or a dance club. And I also don't do that. Dear listener. Oh. Um, <laughs> Chad, Chad Ignatius. Chad, Chad, Chad Happenstance. Oh. If you Different run a Chad. bar where there are $14 beers and $23 Cosmopolitans uh, with uh, smoke effects, please contact us and we will let you play royalty free for infinity, this particular song. Hold on. You're, you're signing away our rights one song how do you feel i think we should give them like uh you know the first hit's free but the second time you gotta pay royalty oh yeah yeah get people hooked all right yeah. <laughs> let's get the people hooked on this song yeah we, we also followed richard mole on twitter because he was the, the the clerk from night court or the, the clerk the bailiff sorry we were looking for famous bailiffs turns out not a very good internet search <laughs> probably should check and see if he's still alive Maybe he stopped tweeting in 2013 for a reason. 
no, he's still alive. Okay, cool. Okay, good. All right. Well, I looked at the All Wikipedia right. page for bailiff, hoping there was going to be a sub page for like famous bailiffs or notable bailiffs. There was not. He's 78 years old. We picked the boringest topic ever. Yeah. Are, do you feel good that we at least came up with something? Because you at least lit up with that. Or should we have just bailed on this whole thing? No, that's fine. I mean, the song is terrible. And that's kind of the goal. So, you know, is this is this a worse song than anything we've ever done? No, probably not. But it's not good. And it is significantly worse than many songs we've done. So, I, I, I mean, I still think season two is like, we have amped it up in terms of making shitty music. <laughs> so I, I think this lives up like this is in the season two realms, not so much the season one realms. We're on a higher plane. Yeah. Should I mention that you were sober during this? <laughs> Does that make a difference? <laughs> <laughs> I was sober during the entire recording, uh, which I will say is not always the case for this podcast, but I will say that I, uh, I felt like I was a little less creative for a while. I think it got better once I got into it, but for a little while it was kind of, it was a little harder. So maybe sometimes, uh, you know, it took us a minute to get our groove. A few drinks is, is helpful. So, all right. Well, I say we call it for Mike and Jeremy and for Richard Mole. I'm, J- I'm Jason and shout out to the Bahamas. No, I really wanted this song to be um, a, and all rise of who let the dogs in. Yeah, we, we did have a dog barking for a brief moment. We decided that that was not going to go anywhere because it was too annoying for us to listen to. I suggested we throw it in at the end so that we only have to listen to it n number of times. I, I did not multiple because I think I hated all of it. Yeah. So, but that's okay. Next time. All right. Here's our new worst song. It's uh, it's it's a bailiff by day and a DJ by night. All rise. All rise. Good night. Good night. Yo, here's my card. That's right. Yeah, I'm a bailiff by day. But I'm a DJ by night. DJ all rise. It's not easy to be a bailiff. It's not easy to say all rise. Yeah, I'm a bailiff by day, but a DJ by night. My duty comes down to one command. All rise. Put your hands in the air and do as I say. All rise. I know y'all stoked because I own the court. Making beats, making babies better. Call me the stork. All rise. All rise. Yeah, you like a man in uniform. Well, daytime I play a cop is my norm. But night in the night starts and the beat drops. DJ, all rise. Ready to flip and flop. All rise. All rise.
I started to write was going to the club, going to drink you a tall drink of water, come fill my cup. <laughs> you say all rise. Say <laughs> all rise and get pants. out your noose. Oh. <laughs> you say all rise and I see your pants. <laughs> Better grind up me because it's time to dance. <laughs> okay. We've got some shit going on over there. Uh, 